Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Give the Lord a shout of praise. The Bible said that the promises of God in him are yea and amen. Hallelujah. Our song says amen. It is so. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. This song is for you, church. And it says amen to the Lord. Let's sing. Amen, 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 amen. It is so. It is so. Amen, amen. Amen, 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 amen. It is so. It is so. Amen, amen. Amen, 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 amen. You can get up on your feet and dance because and praise the Lord. Amen, amen.
somebody say yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes sitting down. Then at a point I stood up. Do you know why I stood up? Because the Lord told me that anybody who stands up and sings will receive a special blessing during this. Hey, 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 it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Those of you are now standing, it's too late. It's too late. We are finished singing. When the choir was singing and the angels were distributing, you were sitting down. You are thinking about your problems. Listen. God is giving you another chance to stand up. But this time, it is to welcome our preacher. You sit down. God will give you that chance. Tell your neighbor, yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. It is so. It is so. This morning we have a beautiful testimony. Let's welcome my brother Richard to bring his testimony before we hear the word of God. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My testimony is a very short one. Last week, Reverend Oku was here, I don't know if all of you remember, to give a testimony about losing some money and then finding it later. So as he was giving, I said to myself, hey, I did way, it's very powerful. Because for three weeks, there was some money in an envelope, fat one. I have looked for it. I've even used the opportunity to even arrange the things in my wardrobe. Still, I couldn't find it. So Thursday, I was about to go to work. Then I saw a box with biscuits and then some rubber in it. So I said, oh, let me see if there's some biscuits in the box. Then there was one. And see, when I took it, I said, let me throw the box away. When I took the box out, I saw some rubber folded in there. So I said, well, let me just see what is there. Lo and behold, when I lifted one of the rubber bags, there was this envelope, fat, folded into two. I said, man. Then as if that wasn't enough, there was also something I was looking for at the office. I've also looked for it. I've opened my drawers. I've turned everything inside out. I couldn't find it. Thursday morning, I go to the office, open one of my drawers, and the thing just fell down like this. Bam! I said, hey, Charlie, today they are recovering everything. So I want us to come this afternoon. It's the last day. Everything that has come through the prayer of the anointing is going to come to pass if you believe it. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Want to welcome my brother also, Samuel Selassie. The Lord is doing great things. Say yes and amen. Give your testimony, my brother. Hallelujah. I thank God for today, for giving me life and everybody. Amen. Amen. Last week Sunday, Bishop was preaching and he said, uh, someone here, every day you are always the last in class. You don't do well in class. <laughs> you don't do well in class. And this year, he sees you receiving an award in Jesus' name. And I received it. And the next day when I went to school, uh, I went to my teacher and I asked him who was going to win the best students in the school. And he said, a certain lady. So he sent the lady and I said, no, I was the one who was going to receive it. <laughs> so he said, no, let's go to the ICT lab and check. When we went to the ICT lab, they calculated the raw marks and after everything, I was the best. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, stand to your feet. And there's a certificate to show because that. Because there is a prophet in the house. 
I said there is a prophet in the house. I said there is a prophet in the house. Second service, help me welcome your pastor and my pastor, the Bishop Eddie to give a testimony. People are winning awards. You are also going to win an award. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Whatever you have lost, may you find it in the name of Jesus. The promises of God in him, they are yea and they are amen. Can I hear somebody shout amen? Hallelujah. Wow. Put your hands together for Jesus. It's a blessing. The Lord has brought us thus far. The last Sunday of the month of January. Wow. 2017 is moving very fast. And um, it's also the last day of our 21 days fasting and prayer. Hey, are you excited about that? This is what they say, Menele Mini. Our day, our day. <laughs> so we'll be meeting in the afternoon, two to five, we'll pray. And then at a point, we'll just celebrate, be happy, take communion, break bread. We'll pour oil over you. The oil will see you through the whole year. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So if it's possible, bring some something, sandwich, something, something you can share with somebody. Let's break bread. Let's be happy. Come along with some something. Yeah. Let's share. Let's break bread. It will be nice. Isn't it a good idea? Remember, Johnson, it's good to see you. Hallelujah. So please let's take note our midweek service times of refreshing service is beginning on Tuesday. Hallelujah. So for those of you who are not aware, we are no longer having the three midweek services. It's just one midweek service now. Every Tuesday. Hallelujah. Is it a good idea? We want to start on time and close on time. So just be here. By 8.30 we are out of here. So come and I believe it's going to be a blessing. All right, put your hands together for Jesus. And um, we want to take our memory verse. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3. This is also one of the NLA Coco type, isn't it? Okay, so can we take it together? Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3. Thou would keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Can we take it one more time? Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Thou would keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed 
on thee because he trusted in thee. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. I'm sure this one, we can just take it off. Yeah. So let's take it off. Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Thou would keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Wow. Father, thank you so much for today. We bless you for this wonderful time in your presence. We ask, O oh God, that your spirit will guide us into all truth. We thank you for 21 days of waiting on you. We know that it's not going to be in vain, just like the day of Pentecost when the spirit came in like a flood and came upon the people, the mighty wind that came. Father, we pray that you will blow the same wind upon us, O oh God. Send your spirit upon us. Send your anointing upon us. Touch us. Turn us, O oh God, into different men and women. Let your perfect will be done in our lives. We bless you for another time to hear your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Last week I was talking to you about how we can be great as Abraham, but I just felt that as we are wrapping up the fast thing, it would be good to just uh, finish the book properly so that we know that we have finished it. So take your book and uh, we're going to the last chapter. Chapter 22, fulfill your ministry. Amen. Fulfill your ministry. And uh, we're reading Matthew chapter 25 from verse 24 to verse 30. Matthew 25, verse 24 to 30. It says that then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and I went and hid my talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest, therefore, to have put my money to the exchanges. And then at my coming, I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which had ten talents. For unto everyone that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not, shall be taken away even that which he had. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen. Fulfill your ministry. Tell somebody, fulfill your ministry. Amen. Now, the anointing that is given to us, it is for a purpose. It is not given to you to just be happy and smiling and all that. It is given for a specific purpose. Every one of us, God is anointing you for something in particular. And you need to finish that thing before you leave the earth. Because when you arrive in heaven, the question that will be asked is that did you do what we told you to do? And that's the reason for the anointing. So you will find that in this story, we didn't read the whole thing, but those of you know it, is the story of the parable of the talent where somebody gave talents to his servants. He gave five to one, he gave two to the other, and he gave one to the third person. And the Bible says that each of them received the talent according to their several abilities. We need to understand that we are all not having the same abilities. No. 
my abilities, the things I'm able to do is different from what you are able to do. And what you are able to do is different from what I'm able to do. There are things that God has given to you. You can do it and do it well. And God is expecting that that which he has placed in you, you will do it. So this whole message is just about encouraging you to fulfill your ministry. Because what you need to fulfill your ministry this year has been granted to you as we pray the past 21 days. Amen. 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 Oh, can I hear your loudest amen? Amen. It has been given to you. Now it's up to you to use the anointing to accomplish it. Oh yeah. God is expecting you. And by this anointing, you will be able to do it. Some may have been given more. Some may have been given less. By the end of the day, we must all finish what the Lord has called us to do. But unfortunately, what happens is that a lot of people don't do it. There are people who feel that, I don't see why I should do it. And it's a trouble for that. When you read the Bible in 2 Timothy chapter 4, Paul was writing to Timothy. In verse 1, he said to him, 2 Timothy 4, he said, I charge you before God who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Verse 2, he says that, preach the word. Preach the word. Preach the word. Tell somebody, preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exalt with all long-suffering and doctrine. Verse 3 says that, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own last, they shall heap to themselves teachers, having itchy ears. Verse 4, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Verse 5, it says, but watch thou in all things. He said, endure afflictions. Hey, do the work of an evangelist. Then he said, make full proof of your ministry. Make full proof. Don't leave anything out. Do everything to the maximum. Because you have the anointing. You have the grace. You have the ability. Do it to the maximum. Oh, this year I see people running with the anointing. You're going to fulfill your duty. You're going to fulfill your ministry. I see you doing it to the maximum. If you believe you are the one, shout yes. So right there in the scriptures, we see somebody who did not fulfill his ministry. Three people. One came and said, I've done it. What do you give to me? Five. I've gotten five more. Another one said, I've gotten two more. Now this one, he looked at what he had and he decided that he would not do anything with it. And in the book, Bishop gives us seven reasons why people do not fulfill their ministry. And I'm sure you can identify with them and you will also know how you can fulfill your ministry this year. So the first thing is that not wanting to lose anything. <laughs> It's one of the reasons why people don't fulfill their ministry. Now, let me say something to you. Ministry is all about losing something. <laughs> it's all about it. There is nothing else with ministry. It's unfortunate. When we come to the Lord, when you read the Bible in Acts chapter 9, when Peter, Paul met with Jesus, Bible says that when Jesus said, so, so, whatever. Then he said, what do you want me to do? That is the question that people who met with God and met with Jesus, that was the question they asked. What do you want me to do? But to these Christians who come, what do you have for me? Or what will you do for me? Hey! 
The church has become some way. The person who has died for you, he has given you eternal life. Now you want him to do something again. But the question they asked, what would you have me do? We must be ready to lose something. That is what ministry is about. Anybody who wants to do the work of God, you must be prepared to lose something. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 39, thank you Holy Spirit. Listen to what Jesus said. He that findeth his life (laughs) shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. So people who rather want to find, the Bible says that they must lose it. Oh, you didn't hear that. I know your flesh doesn't like this message. (laughs) I said, my flesh don't like this message. You must lose. Lose your comfort. Lose your money. Lose your time. Lose uh, your sleep. That boy. Lose it. Lose your reputation. If you are really going to serve God, if you are going to fulfill your ministry, you must be ready to lose something. Today's Christians, we don't want to lose anything. Matthew 16, 25. I, I have the scriptures for you. I'm not the one speaking. Jesus said, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. <laughs> you want to save your life? You will lose it. Look at this man who didn't want to do anything. He wanted to save his life. He wanted to save himself. Eventually lost it. And he said, whosoever will lose his life for my sake. That's the mentality that the people who came into the ministry had. That we need to lose it. Philippians chapter 3. I'll give you the scriptures, crowd. Makura bashatabayane. Do you like it? Philippians 3 verse 8. Oh, sorry, I didn't give you. Let's start from verse 6. Is it verse 6? Okay. Verse 5. Is it? Okay, Paul was just giving his credentials. Who he was, circumcised on the eighth day, stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of Hebrews. Just say, if he's a tree, he's a tree of the trees. <laughs> As touching the law, a Pharisee. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is of the law, blameless, I've done everything. Verse 7, he said, but what things were gained to me? What things were gained to me? What things were gained to me? I did what? I counted loss for Christ. Then verse 8 says that. He said, yea, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. And I count them but dang. When it comes to ministry, count all these things but dang. It's nothing. You see, the demons of materialism, material things will not want you to let go of them. Hold them. Keep them. Uh, guard them. Get more. Embrace it. Get all you can and can all you get. And so people don't want to let it go. But if you're going to do ministry work, my brother, be prepared to lose something. We have lost things as we are standing here. And we are still losing things. But that's what ministry is about. It's all about losing something. What have you lost since you came to Christ? What have you given up since you came to Christ? It's like there's nothing that you can lose. You have to keep everything. But coming to Christ, Jesus said, if you cannot deny yourself, if you cannot let go of some things, you can never follow me. If you're going to be a good minister of the gospel, fulfill your ministry. Be ready.
be ready to lose something. I thought you would put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. Number two. Not wanting another person to benefit without charge. It's not possible. If, if I were to have that, I wouldn't be standing here by now because then I would have to charge all of you. Get fee before we start this church service. <laughs> we'll bring your swiping machine. Okay, everybody swipe, 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 swipe. But ministry is about doing something for others to benefit and you will not gain anything from it without charge. So he said, when Jesus has said, freely have you received, freely gave, but you find people who are charging you so they can share and come on you. They can give you a prophetic word. They can say something for you. Consultancy. You can never fulfill your ministry when you are thinking that I cannot do something for free. You want me to do something, sing in the choir, what will you give me? It is, it is the spirit of, of uh, Judas. Judas went to see the people and he said, if I give him to you, what will you give to me? And every day, people are asking, if I come and sing, what will you give? If I do this, what will you give? If I play the keyboard, what will you give? If I come and dance, what will you give? All these people who are dancing, if they were charging the church for the dancing, what are we going to do in the church? It is an opportunity that has been given to you to also fulfill your ministry, to also use your talent, to use your gift, the thing that God has given to you. So that one day when you stand before him, you had an opportunity to use the gift. When we preach to the poor, we don't expect to get money back. We don't. So, if you want people to pay for whatever they do, then I think you are at the wrong place. Sometimes you find that people feel cheated. And we are, we are being cheated. And, and me, I don't see why I should do this. And then they are using us. This gift that God has given to you. We are using you. As the next person, is that how your mind works? You can never fulfill your ministry if you think that way. And by the way, who gave you that talent? It's just by the way, so that we can continue. But just by the way, as I say, by the way, that talent that you are bluffing with, who gave it to you? Who made you to differ from another person? It's God. Number three, because I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> you're just fulfilling my ministry. Fear is another one. The guy said, I was afraid. But to tell you the truth, eh, doing the will of God, sometimes there can be fear. I tell you, I mean, the fear that can come. If you don't take it, <laughs> I mean, if God tells you to do something, you will see that this thing is not a simple thing that has been given to you. There's a lot of fear. There's fear in the church. <laughs> yeah. You are sitting somewhere, there's a sister sitting by you, and the Lord said, Marry that sister. You, you don't know who this sister is. You don't know where. There must be fear in your heart. See, but that fear should not control you. Because faithful is he who has called you, 
who also will do it. Amen. Yeah. Fear will cripple you. Fear will not make you use the gift that is in you. And a lot of people are afraid to do something, afraid to pray for the sick, afraid to go and start a church, afraid to do follow-up, afraid to do something for God, afraid, afraid, we are afraid. We never move to do anything. Fear will cripple you. So when Paul was writing to Timothy, he said, Timothy, God has not given you the spirit of fear. You see, a lot of us know that verse. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of sound mind. But it starts from verse 6. He said to him, Wherefore I put you in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. 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 That is in you. There is a gift in you. I said, There's a gift in you. I said, There's a gift in you. God has placed a gift in you. You need to stir it up. 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 Why will Paul say stir it up? Because sometimes, you see, when you cook soup, sometimes the meat can get under the soup. So if you don't get a ladder and stir the thing and bring the meat from under, some of you, there's some meat in you. There's something that is deep down. You need to stir it up. You need to bring it up. You need to bring it out. Oh, may the Lord cause the anointing to stir up the gift in you. Shout yes. There is a gift, but something will stop that gift, which is fear. So Paul said, I'm reminding you, Timothy, you have a gift. You have something. It's so great. Look at somebody and say, you have something. You have something. Nobody else has that thing. You alone have it. I tell you, it's wonderful. Some of you have no idea. When we look at you, the way we admire you how great you are and the things you are able to do when we look at you because we can't do the same thing sometimes when i look at the dancers when they dance and they dance and they dance i say hey some of us if we do this thing we will lock like this you will think it's a star but we have we have we have locked You have a gift in you. I said you have a gift in you. But fear. Hey, me, I can't do it too. I should pray for the sick. What if you let me play it safe? I won't do it at all. By the way, are you the one healing the person? It's another by the way. By the way, are you the one healing the person? It is God who is healing the person. If it works, God takes the glory. If it doesn't work also, it is God who takes that one too. Tell somebody I will not be afraid. Tell him I will fulfill my ministry in the name of Jesus. Tell him whatever God has called me to do, I will fulfill it. Wow. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. The Bible says that Hebrews 2 14. Give us that scripture. For as much as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also likewise took part of the same. That through death, he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Verse 15 says that, and delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetimes subject to bondage. When you are afraid, you are subject to bondage. 
you are bound, you can't do anything. But today, I release you from every spirit of fear. Any spirit of fear that is on you, that is not allowing you to do what you have to do. Today, we curse it in the name of Jesus. Some of you can sing, but you are not singing because you are afraid. But may you rise up and do what God has called you to do. Some of you can evangelize. Some of you can preach. Some of you can do great work for God, but you are afraid. Today, may any spirit of fear on you be broken in the name of Jesus. Shall not be afraid. Number four, hiding talents. Hey. There are a lot of people who are hiding. Plenty. In the church. <laughs> You're not hiding it from you. God is watching you. He has given to you. I don't know it. So he's expecting you to fulfill your ministry. Yeah. If you show yourself too much, they will make you a pastor. So don't show it too much. Hey, how can you fulfill your ministry if you hide it? You see, this man, his problem was that he felt his talent was too small, which is what the problem is for many people. Now, when I look at the way these people are singing and the way these people are doing the thing, I don't think, so there's a way you despise your own thing when it's small. You are not very confident. Yeah. And there are a lot of people like that. It's like, hey, when I look at this person, the way it is, my own, you know, if I bring it, people will laugh at me. So let me keep quiet. But what you don't know is that what you have, others don't have the same thing. Though. You are unique. You are different. What God has given to you, he has not given to somebody else. The person may do the same thing, but he may not be able to do it the same way you do it. Your own is different. Your own is unique. May you do your own. May you do your part. Fulfill your ministry. Shout yes. We, huh? Me, I cannot preach like Bishop Dago. Hey, this thing there, I don't think I have it. My brother. You, you, you may not, and you cannot preach like Bishop Dag. But you two, you have a way of preaching. I say you two, you have a way of preaching. One day I heard Bishop saying it himself. He says sometimes he wishes he can preach in tree. But when he sees the people who preach in tree, he admires them. He says, wow, these people are very powerful. They are able to, he wishes that he could also, so he too, he has something he cannot do. That God has given to you to be able to do. Why are you hiding your own? Bring it out. Listen, my voice may not be like darling check, but does it mean that I shouldn't sing? I said, does it mean that I shouldn't sing? I will sing. I said, I will sing. I will sing. Do I have to wait till my voice becomes like this thing? And the truth of the matter is that darling check will not come to Ghana and come and sing here. So you better rise up and be the Ghana darling check and sing the song that you have to sing. Yeah. That little thing, I'm telling you, somebody's waiting for you to come with that thing. It's going to change somebody's life. It's going to be a blessing to somebody. May you use your talent, use your gift. An anointing is on you to use it. Use it. And listen, how can we encourage you if we can't see it? When you start using it, then we say, oh, talent was powerful. Keep singing it. Keep doing it. You will see as you keep using it. 
it's going to multiply. It's going to increase. It's going to get better. And it's getting better. I see somebody, God is multiplying the grace upon your life and the anointing upon your life. Receive it. Don't hide it. I remember one time my wife was telling me, she said, she had heard about praying for the sick, praying for the sick. She said, mm, this praying for the sick, it's from people. But she said, she would try it. She won't try it on a human being. She would try it on their cat. The cat was walking in the house, limping in a certain way. So she caught the cat. And she laid hands on the cat. And she cast out the sickness from the cat. She said the next day she saw the cat. The cat was jumping and moving. Hey! May you use the little you have. May you use the little you have. And may God multiply it. Shout yes. Don't despise it. Don't despise what you have. And don't let people despise what you have. Because people have a way. When everybody brings their own, you two, you bring your own, they look at you. Charlie, tell them, the, the way you carry yourself, it's like people have brought, me too, this is my own. Me too. Now that's my own. I brought it. You better take it or leave it. That's what me too have brought. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you are singing in the choir, there are some people, their voices are very nice. When they lift up the song, you, then when you lift your own, then somebody will look at you. Don't mind the person. You too, that is what you have. This is what you brought. Sing it and be happy. Shout yeah. Even in church, when we are singing, you see some people can be standing by you and it's like, Charlie, your voice is bad. They will say, but the way they look at you, they despise what you have. But don't let anybody despise what you have. Decide that what I have, it's also good. I will use it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they had waterproof, waterproof, late waterproof. He went abroad. He went to do comedy and he came back. Then somebody said to him in 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 or fancy, said, "Hey, is that you have taken your fooling and comedy, whatever? You have taken it abroad and come say." Hey. You are sitting here with your wisdom. Don't let the person despise you. You have something. Shout, yeah! Wow. Number five, wickedness. Wickedness. <laughs> oh, I see the anointing flowing in somebody's life. I see somebody you are going to use your anointing powerfully. People will be blessed by the anointing. When you begin to preach, lives will be changed. It looks like people, oh, they, they are despising what you have. But God said, I should tell you, don't let anybody despise you. What you have is good. You have something great. You have a great blessing. Use it. Let it be a blessing. Let it be a blessing to the people around you. There's somebody waiting for you. The way you are, they like you the same way. Use it in that way. Shout yes. Walk to three people. Tell them, don't let anybody despise your gift. Oh, tell them like you mean it. Tell them. It's a good thing. God has given to you. Some of you, your gift is your smile. Don't let anybody despise it. Some of you, it's the way you dress. It's a beautiful thing. Some of you, the way you sing. It's a blessing. Don't let anybody despise it. Make use of it. Make foolproof of your ministry. Do your best. Fulfill your ministry. Give your best to God. Let God anoint you. Receive more anointing. And do more for God. Lift your hand. Stand to your feet. Give the Lord a Listen, I'm just out of time. 
I'll continue in the next service. Oh. But lift up your hands, Lord, and talk to God right now. I don't know what the Lord has spoken to you, but I feel that what you needed to hear, the Lord has given to you. Talk to God about it right now. Talk to God about it right now. Oh, yes. What is it that you are hiding? What is it that you are despising that God has given to you? Many of you need to join a choir, join something in the church, be active in the church. God wants to use you mightily. God wants to bless you. God wants to touch your life. And with the anointing, do something in your life. Oh, pray that you fulfill your ministry. Pray that you will fulfill your ministry. Pray that you will finish your course. You will run your race. Paul said, I've run this race. I've finished the course. Henceforth, there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness that God is going to give to them. That love is appearing. Oh, yes, there's a crown of righteousness waiting for you. But you must fulfill your ministry. You must do what God has called you to do. What is it that God has given to you to do? May you give your all to it. Give your best to it. Do what God has called you to do. God will bless you. I see the anointing flowing. As you use your gift, as you do it, God will cause more oil to flow your way. Oh, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. I want to be a vessel you work through. I want to be more like you. Lift your hand and sing. Oh, Jesus. Wanna be more like you? Wanna be more like Jesus? Oh, wanna be more? I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel to work through. Oh, I wanna be more like. Sing it one more time. Oh Jesus, I want to be more like Jesus, I want to be more, I want to be more like Jesus, I want to be a vessel you went You can use anything, Lord. You, you can, can use me. If you, you can, can use anything, Lord, you, you can, can use me. Take my hands and my feet, Lord. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Whatever we have, we hand it over to you. Use us, Lord. Use it for your glory, O oh God. Oh, we will not despise what you have given to us. For you have given it to us according to our abilities. Oh, may we not despise it. But may we know that this is what we are also capable of doing. And may we use it. And right now with every head bowed, with all eyes closed. You're here, maybe somebody invited you. You're not born again. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. And I'm going to pray with you. Today is a good day to surrender your heart to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. Today is a day of salvation. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Lift it high up above your head. God bless you. 
God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, I need you to do one more thing. Move out of your seat and come to the front. We're going to pray together. Come all the way. Come all the way. Clap for them as they come. Come to Jesus. Oh, to Jesus. Come quickly. Come to Jesus. Oh, keep loving for them as they come. Come, my dear. Enjoy them. Keep laughing, keep laughing, keep laughing. Come, my dear. Come to Jesus. Come to the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you. Come, come. Oh, clap for them. God bless you. You have taken a very, very, very important decision to give your life to Christ. Amen. I want you to lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. We're going to pray together. And I want you to repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. See, our pastor waving his hand is going to talk to you and give you a book that will help you to also serve God. Are you glad about that? God bless you. So please follow him. He's going to talk to you. God bless you. Oh, clap for them. It is so. Amen, 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 amen. It is so. It is so. Amen, 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 amen. It is so. It is so. Amen. He has redeemed us. He will hear us when we call. And when afflictions come off the righteous, he will deliver us out of them all. Amen, 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 amen. It is so. It is so. Amen, 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 amen. It is so. It is so. Amen, amen. And Omega is beginning and the end. Through every triumph and tribulation, He always causes His people to win. Amen, 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 amen. It is so. It is so. Amen, amen. Amen, 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 amen. It is so. It is so. Amen, amen. So it is so amen. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.